Hey resale revolution. All right, so it's Friday night. I hope you guys have your garage sales and estate sales mapped out for tomorrow. I will not be out there battling with you guys um, as we're heading to Vegas for my probably one and only vacation uh, for the summer because the store gets really busy through the summer so I don't get a lot of vacations. But I wanna talk to you about uh, gambling because I totally feel like as a reseller, it's it's gambling. And I'm gonna tell you why right after the intro. What does it take to start a revolution? revolution. It takes guts, guts. Determination, determination, and most importantly, know-how. Know -how. This is the Resell Revolution Podcast. You want all the secrets to making money on the side? Women all over the globe are building their own resale businesses with their own money and pursuing the lives they want to live and doing it on their terms. You want freedom. You want success. This is where to get the tips to make that a reality. This is the Resell Revolution Podcast. heading to Las Vegas tomorrow morning um, and I'll be gone for the next few days so this po podcast is going to be Las Vegas themed so it's all about gambling and how reselling is like gambling because you don't know if your items if you're overpaying for your items you don't know if they're going to sell and you don't know how much they're going to sell for and sometimes when you drive to a sale or a thrift store you don't even know if you're going to find anything at all so it's all a gamble and i want to start this out by talking telling a little story we'll tell a story about keely and her cast iron antique german shepherd doorstop now this doorstop i picked up um it was about a sale about an hour away in the middle of nowhere and it was a sale that a dealer was putting on. He was getting out of the business. He was quite old, he was 80s, probably in his 80s. Um, and he had a lot of really interesting things, but nothing that I would have in my home. And so I struggled to find things that I could relate to and want to bring into the store. But there was this cast iron German Shepherd, and he was about 10 inches tall. He was supposed to be from the 1920s, therefore being dang near near you know a true antique and these cast iron door stops are made of two pieces and then they have a set screw that like holds them together and the set screw had been replaced and so it was shiny and new and the dealer was like oh well you could find an old one at the restore and replace it it did have a nice patina to it and you know some of the paint was like flaked off and he wanted 40 or i think he wanted 60 dollars for it and I'm standing there and, you know, I'm out of my element. I had just started my store about six months earlier. And I, I wanted to bring in some higher end antiques, like true antiques into my store to bring up the perceived value of my displays. And, you know, this was a goal of mine. So this was an item that I thought, you know, someone who had a German Shepherd like, or they'd be able to buy it as a gift for someone who had German Shepherds. And I thought it was an item people could relate to and would want. And they could use it as a bookend or a true doorstop. Um, it was a cool piece, and so I'm standing there, you know, trying to look it up on my phone. I found a few that were selling for $189. The dealer had said it was worth $250, so I couldn't find anything in that area. And 
I, there was another deal there, and I grabbed him, and I was like, what do you think of this? He said, oh, well, it could be a replica. I didn't even think about the fact it could be a replica. Um, he said a lot of the replicas, you know, look just like the true antiques, and it's getting harder and harder to tell which ones are true antiques and which ones are replicas. And so I went to the dealer, and I said, I think I grabbed, like, one other thing. It was a replica uh, cast iron uh firemen and horses with the fire truck you guys are probably seeing it's got like little ladders and it's all cast iron but it was a replica piece and i was like hey will you do these two for 60 and he said um or 50 i think i offered him 50 and we ended up doing two for 60 and so i got the cast iron german shepherd for 40 and the other thing for 20 and i think i sold the fire truck for about uh 39 dollars and then the German Shepherd sat for a really long time. I think he was in my store for a year. I moved him from display to display. I had to re-tag him because the color tag switched and I didn't want to discount him that much. And I just got really frustrated with moving him around a bunch. And I finally put him on eBay. And I think after about another six months, I got an offer for like 89 and I took that. And, but it was, you know, almost, it was a year and a half, like a year, year and a half that I had this German Shepherd floating around. And, you know, it was, it was a gamble. It was a gamble if he was worth what I was paying, if he was going to be worth, you know, the return on holding on to him and buying him and re-merchandising him. And, you know, it was a gamble if he was going to sell at all. Because for a while it was like, dang, I'm going to have to sell him for what I paid for him. I held on to him for a really long time. And so... Resale is a gamble. You could, from the start, you could go out to a sale or a thrift store and find nothing at all. You could pick up a really nice piece of clothing and it could be damaged somewhere that you didn't, you know, didn't see it. You could buy something breakable. It could break in your booth or, you know, in shipping or in your back storage room. Uh, you could risk overpaying for something. Uh, you could risk it not selling at all. Um, and you could risk, you know, you don't. It's a gamble. You don't know what it's going to sell for. And so resale is like gambling, plain and simple. You don't know, you can do calculated risks, just like in card games, you can be a little more calculated and you can do your research, um, but it's still all a gamble because the market could change on something. You could do all the comps, um, look it up while you're there. I've had that happen before. I had, um, oh, some McCoy pottery pots they were brown there was a set of three they had like little ridges in them and they were really cute when I bought them I looked them up and they had sold for $39 for the set pretty consistently so I was like oh well I'll price it for $39 and put it in my store I should have put it on eBay because about six months later they were only bringing $17 and I was like oh my gosh because after it had been in the store I wanted to put it on eBay but now they were only bringing $17, which was not worth it um, for shipping something fragile with the margins I had on it. So I had to wait and have it in the store for a little bit longer. Um, but that's just a fair warning. You know, if you don't like taking risks, maybe resale is not the best thing for you, but I'm a risk taker. I'm just gonna say, I love the gamble of it. I love the thrill of finding something and thinking it's gonna bring a bunch of money and maybe it does when I sell it and maybe it doesn't. But I try to be as calculated as I can in my findings, in what I buy, in how I merchandise it and sell it. There's a lot you can do to help the sale of something, um, but it's all a gamble. Although you could say everything in life is a gamble. <laughs> But I love resale for the fact that if you take big risks, they can pay off. And you can take as big a risks as you want. 
and as long as you are calculated about it you should feel pretty safe i think it was a horse trainer once said that uh fear is emotional and uh like uh risk is calcul oh caution being cautious is calculated that's what he said so you don't want to be afraid because fear is just being emotional but if you're cautious about how you're going about your resale business, what you're buying, how you're selling it, and uh, the prices that you're paying and what you're asking for it, then that's being cautious. And being cautious, and caution is calculated. And that's how you want to be in everything you do. And you might hear a lot of horse analogies from me because I trained horses for quite a long time. And I've been part of that industry for almost 20 years now. Yeah, <laughs> long time. Uh, so I probably have a lot of little horse lessons that can relate to resale and relate to life. Um, but I hope this helps you. I wish um, that I'd be in touch with you guys for the next couple of days, but I'm going to try to kind of just use the time to shut shut the brain down and just have some fun and kind of just relax. I need it. So I will talk to you guys on Tuesday, and I hope you guys have a productive weekend. Make sure to post your findings in the Resale Revolution Facebook page. I will, I'm will. i still going to be checking it. I can't get away from it. I will try to respond to some comments and give you guys some uh, motivation, but you probably won't hear from me on the podcast. All right, guys, we'll have a good weekend, and I will talk to you early next week. All right, bye.